Inflation, interest rates, recessions, there is no shortage of economic issues impacting people's portfolios today. Yet saving and investing don't typically take the economy into account. Advisors set an average annual target return, and everyone hopes that over the next 20 or 30 years, everything works out. As you'll learn on the fifth episode of the Goals-Based Investing Podcast, you can't ignore the economy when planning for the future. I'm Brian Borzakowski. Joining me as always is Ronald Jansen, Managing Director of Goals-Based Planning at Ortec Finance. We're going to talk about the importance of employing economic scenarios when planning out goals and projections, and how the economy can impact people's plans. Ronald, thanks for being here. Yeah, nice to be here again, uh, Brian. So in this episode, we're talking about economic scenarios and and what that means and how it relates to goals-based investing. So let's start off with defining economic scenarios. Um, What are you talking about when you use that term? Yeah, when you look at the definition of economic scenarios, it's a possible economic development of the economy over time. So that's the definition, and that's different than, for example, the financial planning part. There, Everybody is using a fixed return, but this is volatile over time, so it can be everything. And that's why we generate, at minimum, 1,000 scenarios, economic scenarios, to get insight in the possible development of the economy. What goes into that? Are we talking, you know, interest rates like we've seen go up, um, market volatility or uh, geopolitical events? What what goes into this economic scenarios? What you know, what what factors are you taking into account? Yeah, it's it's really broad. It's about interest rates, of course. It's about inflation rates, and it's about employment rates, for example, uh, GDP growth over the different regions but also the currencies for the different regions uh, because they are also volatile. So all economic variables that uh, have impact on economic uh, activity over time. How do you find that these scenarios actually impact people's goals? Is is the idea here that these would impact, these uh, issues would impact the market and the potential for reaching those goals? Or how does that um, relate to the actual investing and and the goals that people have? Now, when you look at the economic scenarios, you can get insight in the possible development of the economy. And by doing this, you can get insight in the expected market development, but also on the poor and the good scenarios in the, in such a economic development. So when you look at the economic scenarios, you get in, you can get information in the downwards of the economy, but also in the uptrends and in the downtrends. And when you use these economic scenarios to simulate an investment portfolio over time, yeah, you can test if goals are realistic or not, because you can calculate and count how much, how much of these scenarios meet the personal objectives. So for example, when you generate 1,000 economic scenarios and only 70% uh, or 700 scenarios are meeting the objective, uh, you have a 70% probability to meet that objective. Give me an example of how this might look. When you look at an advice to a client, for example, you can give insight in the risk and return on the short and the long term but you can also give insight in the probability to reach that goal. And then you can also show what's the impact when you choose for a more defensive portfolio, a balanced portfolio, or a more aggressive portfolio. Because risk is not absolute, you know, it's it's more relative. So 
So when you compare different portfolios, you get insight in the risk and return on the short and long term between the different portfolios. And then you can support the client in making a more informed decision. What access does, do advisors have to economic scenarios now? I mean, some you know, portfolio managers take into account some macro issues. Some don't. Um, some do. So without sort of this, what we're talking about, these thousands of economic scenarios that Ortex tools can help provide, how do advisors typically take this information in today? Yeah, when you look at uh, different regions globally, uh, you see different regions are in a different phase of the process. We service clients worldwide in the institutional market. So in the institutional market, it's really a proven concept. So we do that already for more than 30 years. And uh, the, the, the big institutional asset managers are using economic scenarios to support the investment decisions. And that knowledge, yeah, that's transferred to the retail market. And there it's integrated in tooling and advisors use that to guide their clients with better investment decisions and uh, by giving insight in risk and return on the short and the long term. And they can put in the personal and individual characteristics uh, like the amount of the portfolio, the investment horizon, the defined goal, deposit and withdrawals, taxes, all kinds of things are implemented. And that's how they support their clients with better investment decisions. So give me an example of how this actually um, you know, what this actually looks like with, with an economic scenario, how would an advisor incorporate this into their practice? Yeah, what's, what we do is that we translate market developments into the economic scenarios. And uh, that's not only on the long term, also on the short term. So, for example, one year ago, the, yeah, the interest rate on the short term was around zero or 0.5. And that grow in a few years to three or four or five percent. Uh, what you see now is that the interest rate is higher, and uh, yeah, that's updated every month. So we really follow the market developments on the short term, and yeah, now we are yeah faster going to the long term expectations. So we really uh, make a combination of the short term and the long term, and test every time again if goals are realistic or not. And yeah, that has also impact on the portfolio they advise to clients because yeah, one year ago, yeah, they put less amount of money in fixed income, for example. And now that's higher because of the higher interest rates. Would economic scenario, the tools that you provide, would that captured you know, a year ago that interest rates could rise uh, at a certain rate? And how would that then affect the way that the advisor and the investor create a portfolio for those specific goals? Yeah, when you look at uh, one year ago, there was a more a higher amount of money went to equity, for example, because the equity return on the long term and also on the short term was relatively better compared to the returns of interest rates. So there was a bigger gap. But now you see the interest rate is increasing and investors and advisors are also advise fixed income portfolios again or uh, more in fixed income compared to one year ago. And there you see a shift to uh, other asset allocations because of the economic developments. How does incorporating economic scenarios impact the quality of the decisions being made? When you look at uh, the advisor practice, when you advise on the expected return, for example, the expected return of an aggressive portfolio is 5 or 6% and of an defensive portfolio is 2 or 3%. Yeah, that's 
too limited to advise clients around asset locations of your, to your client. And what you need is also more the risk and also make it more relative. So compare portfolios. And then you look at goal specific. When you say for your retirement, yeah, we know that correlations between equity and inflation on the short term are around zero, but on the long term, they are positive correlated. So when you say for in retirement, it's important to invest a part of your money also in equity because of the correlations, yeah, you have a higher probability to get a, a good pension. So that's in taken into account. And yeah, that's important when you make investment decisions. We've talked about, I think on most of these episodes, just the difference between goals-based investing and maybe the traditional way people invest is that you can have multiple portfolios focused on specific goals. Would you run economic scenarios on each goal to ensure that you're getting the right probabilities to, you know, to, to reach those goals? Now, when, when you look at the implementation, uh, we support investment decisions by connecting multiple portfolios to multiple goals. And it's really depending on the client, how he wants to implement the investment advice. Because for the children's study, for example, you like to have a separate account with many high net worth individuals. They have a portfolio of one or two million and they have multiple goals, but they still like to have one pot. And then you uh, need a prioritization and test if the asset allocation is in line with the multiple goals. So what you do as an advisor, you yeah, continuous testing. What is the probability to reach the goals with a specific asset allocation? What's the downside risk and what's the short-term risk? And with that, you can advise your clients. As you mentioned before, you know economic scenarios can change, low interest rates, now you have higher interest rates. How do you continue to update these scenarios? How, do, how should advisors approach that? Are they continually running you know, the tool to, to make sure they can capture changes in the economy or, or what should they be doing? Now, when you look at the economic scenarios, every month the economic scenarios are updated. So every month you are up to date with the latest economic developments. And uh, what we do with client portfolios, we calculate when you have 100,000 clients, for example, we calculate the probability to reach the goals of all clients every day again. So we upload the value of the portfolio and yeah, we calculate all goals every day again. And then you get insight in yeah, which goals are realistic, which goals are not realistic, not on track, or they are on track. And based on that, you can guide your clients and help them to improve the probability by giving the right advice increase the deposit, lower the goal, or take another location into account. Sounds like this could increase the conversations with clients too, if, if, if things change. Um, sounds like advisors are maybe more on top of the portfolios than they would be otherwise. Yeah, it's, it's you're impl implementing a proactive approach to, towards your clients because you are really monitoring the goals of your client and it's really the step from product approach to a more client-centric approach because you don't monitor the portfolio as is, but you also monitor the goals over time. And maybe just finally for the advisor, how do they implement this kind of scenario planning into their practice if they haven't been doing that already? 
Now what you see in Canada, they are starting with this. Uh, so it's it's not common practice over there. So in, in Europe, we do this already a few years. And especially in the UK, they are quite far with this. But in Canada, they are not in this area yet. So uh, that's where we can support them uh, to make the next steps in the advisory process and bring a more nuanced approach compared to the yeah, suitability processes they have at this moment by using questionnaires. And yeah, this really helps to make the next step in the advisory processes. Great, Ronald. Uh, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for being here again. Okay, thank you, O'Brien. See you next time. On our next episode, find out how advisors can get better at monitoring client portfolios. This is the Goals-Based Investing Podcast. Thanks for listening.